Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Comic Book Legion podcast. I am Mark Clay. What's going on, dude? I am doing great, man. I, uh, dude, I think more so I'm just super excited over all the freaking news we saw yesterday. Did you? S- it's, 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 it's a good time to be. If you were, were a huge fan of like the DCEU when it was beginning. I was going to say back in 2015, 2016. Yeah, yeah. When it was all starting, like, you know, Man of Steel, I guess you could say Wonder, like pre Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman is like the cutoff. <laughs> and then pre, like from there. If you were a big fan of that time, uh-huh. then yesterday was huge. Dude, like it. It's it's so weird with the hot mess that 2020 is. For some reason, this small week in 12 months is like the best thing that has happened all year. So I it it, it, it is funny how 2020 has been a disaster for the world, but it's been great for DC, <laughs> like the the movie. <laughs> so I don't I'm I'm surprised like there hasn't been a blogger that has posted that yet. That's been like anti Snyder, like just saying that Snyder's fortune is the world's doom or something like that. Oh God! I am surprised like that hasn't <laughs> happened because that is, you know, like that is to be expected. For sure, for sure. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, we have some good books, some not so good books this week. Um, we will probably have a lot more to talk about next week. Uh, for the fact that like. See, I, I want to know your opinion, your honest opinion. Uh, we know, we now know, because I don't know if you saw this as well, because I didn't see it until this morning. Uh, Ray Fisher uh, has announced that there is actually an ongoing investigation. Yeah, a, th- a third party. A third party investigation uh, going to investigate everything that went down uh, during the production of the Justice League. Uh, during uh, Joss Whedon's, you know, uh, 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 production. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you feel about reading Three Jokers next week? I mean, I think like I've always, I've always said that because of how biased I am with Jeff Johns being my favorite writer, mm-hmm. that I, I've always said like, oh God, just let the news happen after I read the event, so I can at least <laughs> like say that I've read it because I really want to. Because that, dude, this has been lingering on since since the end of the new Fifty Two. Yeah, it it really really has. Uh, so that means it is literally almost all, like four to, ongoing to five years uh, that this has been kind of just sitting and waiting. But you know, I've heard a lot of people say that they're going to be able to mentally shut off their brain to the fact that everything is going on with Jeff Johns. And separate his Hollywood work with his comic book work. Uh, I think we will be able to do that. Um, and of course, once everything happens, if it's all true, we're gonna just be like, okay, the book was already done. This is pre him <laughs> getting arrested or getting fired, whatever ends up happening. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I, I am literally on purpose because of my bias doing, Oh, I'm gonna be on the innocent till proven guilty. <laughs> just happen after, please just happen after the third issue. <laughs> um, but, but besides that, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like, it's not gonna take away, like, what he's done for me as a fan. Yeah. And, you know, like, that kind of stuff. Like, it, it just won't. But it's, it is a very, very weird, weird situation. And it's kind of hard to, I don't know, man, because – I mean, I believe he deserves to get everything that comes to him if it is true. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. And it, and I know that if that is the case in the future, I mean, it, it will be very hard to um, support what he's doing. Yeah. Which is a bummer because, again, he's my favorite writer. Uh, but, I mean, right now, one of my favorite comics that have been going out right now with DC is Batman's Grave. And we didn't even read the last issue, or we've been reviewing every single issue in the in in the story. Yeah. But it's just with all the Warren Ellis news, it's just it feels weird to want to support it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean the same things happen with like Lobdell. I mean, I've always like 
heard rumblings, but it was until, you know, just his name started popping up there. That's kind of like when I stopped reading Red Hood and the Outlaws. And Red Hood and the Outlaws was probably my one of my favorite. I think I posted it, I don't know, like two weeks ago. It was like my top five in like favorite Rebirth titles. Oh, yeah, in the very beginning of Rebirth. That's right. Yeah, at the very beginning. I think like the first 24 issues or so was like amazing. That first year was just fire. Yeah. So I don't, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to see. But I mean, I hope that the truth does come out. Just wait until issue three, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we will have three jokers to talk about. Of course, we'll talk about a little bit of the the movie news because we're just movie fans when it comes to the DCEU. But one of the biggest things is that my time 345, so your time 445, will be the surprise DC Comics panel. That's something that I'm a little nervous about because we don't know what in the world is happening at DC. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's a surprise... Man. Because everybody is assuming, and when I say everybody, I mean the people that I have seen uh, talk about this before uh, DC Fandom was even announced uh, because we thought, you know, it was going to be uh, San Diego Comic-Con related. But we thought that whatever is going to be happening next year, they, uh, they being DC Comics, would announce it at San Diego Comic-Con. Of course, they've made this DC fandom, so we're like, okay, they're going to announce it there. There is a surprise DC Comics panel, so I assume that there is going to be somewhat of an announcement for a new status quo, quote-unquote, uh, for what's coming up next. That's what my hope is. See, like, my hope is that we actually get either a World's Finest or, like, a Trinity. Okay. Like, I mean, I know, I don't think it's going to happen, but again, we're, if we're going like, oh, what do you wish happens? I would love where if we got, even if it was like a Batman Superman like story, but not BVS, this is now them like together working as a team. But we are getting that by Joshua Williamson. (laughs) But not that. Not that, like, like good. Like, I know, like, everyone's down on Jeff Loeb, oh, but, like, what he was doing back in the day, when he was doing Batman, Superman, yeah. uh, you know, like, Public Enemies or something. Or if you did something like Trinity, um, you know, like, just get the actual Trinity, like, in a movie. Yes, you saw it in BVS, but that was more of a darker story yeah. and more serious in tone. So if you get more of, you know, what... Zack's entire vision was supposed to be like at the end but again that's me I'm not saying I even need him to be the director I'm just saying that I would love to see them in the light without you know because I, I feel that I don't know if it is a an AT&T thing where AT&T these people just know how to market yeah and they are doing an incredible job because it feels fandom actually feels how maybe not to the extent because we know that what Marvel was, but Endgame Infinity War f- felt like the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I feel like I, I I don't know. I just feel like Warner Brothers would have never been able to pull off the hype that we're getting right now. But I also think it's also I don't know. You know, I feel like media is not so far up Disney's butt in just like brown nosing. Yeah, where. They're just like, oh my gosh, it's let's praise Marvel, bash DC, bash Snyder, and that kind of thing. I think now it's like, let's just... I think they're finally enjoying the medium. Yeah. Which which is what it should have been this entire time. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, uh, but let's go ahead and jump into the books here. Um, Aquaman 62. All right. High-level thoughts. What did you think of this book? I Okay, high level, I was I wasn't disappointed by the book, but I was expecting I wasn't expecting I guess like a side story of like what's going on. Let's just say okay, we had the big reveal, Mera, 
tear down the monarchy and, you know, like, Orm wants to start war kind of stuff, and now Oliver's getting ready to crash the party. Yeah. Okay, we know that. Now, while this is happening, this is going on in the background. So I wasn't expecting this kind of issue, especially with the news, Kelly Sue's ending. Okay, now, hey, I guess we were right with Oliver crashing the party and they were going to get married. Mm -hmm. See, we called it. Um, but overall, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think, uh, Wait, you, you know, did you're you starting. Say Oliver? You're, you mean Arthur? I, I do mean Arthur. Good job. <laughs> Um, shut your face, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I found Jackson an actual likable character. Cause in Titans, in the beginning when he first got here, he, he kind of had that Wallace treatment where he was just being like that whiny kid with daddy problems. Yeah. Here, I don't know. I don't know if it was that he was finally able to at least get to know a little bit of the other side of his family and, um, having that conversation, I guess, with his grandfather, although, yes, his grandfather is now, you know, interlocked with, like, the Manta, Manta robot thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought, I thought it was okay. I mean, we, we got to know, I mean, I don't remember it at this exact moment, but we, we do get to learn, um, Black Manta's actual name. Oh, yeah. And not, and not too many people were, do you actually remember what it was? I do not. I remember it stating it, though. You know, I oh David Milton, yeah. David Milton Hyde. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so that was okay. I was like, that's a cool reveal. I mean, the same stuff between Jackson and Manta has always been the same. So I was like, okay, like I'm not getting anything new, but at least I'm getting a little bit more of why he is the way he is, and you're getting it from like the dad side. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I kind of, I kind of, and and that's kind of the problem that I had with this book. Now I did enjoy this book. Um, there's some parts of the dialogue that I did not like just because I think Kelly Sue tries to, like... Oh, she definitely tries to push the envelope, go into, like, that political stuff, but way too on the nose. Yeah, well, not so much yeah. that, but, like, she she has this notion that, like, I don't know, because he is an introvert, like, oh, I can only be happy when I make nerdy references, and it's not necessarily always like that with people yeah and so i get really bothered by that uh you know the whole D, &D uh references and all that uh now the uh the talks about his sexuality the only thing that bothered me with that is that it's known that he is you know gay that he's openly gay and so not to his grandpa yeah but it's not really his grandpa that's the thing that's True. the thing that bothers me Black Manta was able to see, okay, you were just a robot that Lex Luthor gave me that had a father setting on the voice command, just like how on GPS you can make it freaking, you know, Yoda. But how would he know, how would he like know his name and stuff? It, I, I don't remember how they explained it, whether it is his actual self-conscious or if it's just, you know, whatever, but because, I mean, this was part of the gift, so you would think that Apex Luther would have been able to have done something, something, to, to get... something along the lines. But, I mean, he, I mean, he's going with specifics about, like, where they grew up and how the streets were and knowing, I mean, I mean, this robot knew his middle name. I mean, like, I don't think, I don't think Manta has to go, like, David Milton Hyde, activate. Like, I don't think he has to say his name to activate this robot. So that's why I'm like, okay. Okay. And I mean, you and you le legit get when that humongous bass-looking fish Dude, was starting to eat the mecca. Those fish were quite possibly the ugliest-looking fish in all comics history. No, but the problem is, this is what I feel one day I'm going to end up catching in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> and Dude, that's their face. Like you know, usually on a fish, the eyes are on the side of the face. These fish were flat. And, like, it just looked really, it looked really silly whenever I saw these things. Some of the faces that they were making, I'm like, this is, like, meme-worthy. Like, you could probably steal this and just make so many memes out of this. But I I can understand where you're getting at with the whole with the whole gift thing. I didn't really put that in per, into perspective or thought. So it might actually be his grandfather. Uh, you know, so having that awkward conversation with a... 
with a self-conscious rather than a actual human being in front of you, uh, I can see why he felt a little awkward, you know, whatever. Uh, and then again, I feel like when the kid, I can't remember the name of the kid that he ran into, uh, inside wherever he was going in, in that city, that kid was putting on the moves a little too hard. Like that, like I would have felt a little like, Hey, we just met like chill out. Like, yeah, that was, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It was like, a, I don't remember his like Hawaii or something like that. Hawaii. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that, I didn't, I didn't like that so much just because that, I don't like things that feel forced and that, that just felt, felt like, okay. super forced. Yeah. So I'm, it just felt like, okay, we have like three, we have three panels to try to just create this little thing. And yeah, they, I was like, okay. they literally talk for an hour and like, okay, yeah, I really like, you can, you can tell in an hour you enjoy this person's company. Yeah. You may think this person is cute or whatever. But like, like making those advancements that they were making or that he was making, I don't know how underwater culture is, so I, I apologize if I am offending anybody who lives underwater. But it's just I means Zebel and they're freaky. It, I, 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 I'm yeah. just I'm covering my own back here. But it, yeah, yeah, I hear you. It, it felt just a little bit forced. Uh, but we do, like, I was completely assuming that the attack that happened at the very end was going to be, uh, Black Banta attacking because you're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen. But the really, no, we got the trench, but the really big side twist to this story is like this legend is connected to Jackson's mother. Yes. That was one of the big things. And you kind of saw how Jack Jackson like kept his mouth shut right after like he heard that. He's like, oh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, oh, big explosion. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for the freaking save. And yeah. they find out that it's the trench that are, uh, that are invading, which really makes the, no sense because I thought the trench were, was at the would be wedding. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's an okay book just to throw it in there. Um, I feel like these are one of those that just give Kelly Sue the time to be able to, you know, complete her story and make sure that it's all fleshed out. So in the meantime, you get an issue like this. Um, I mean, do I really? I mean, there's got to be something really big here that Jackson has to bring to the table in one of these upcoming issues. But, I mean, we got, what, three issues? It's ending 65, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Three issues? Yeah, so, I mean, three issues. So, I December. Don't... Wait, right? No. November. September, October, November. Yeah. Yeah, this honestly feels like, to me, that they... That this was an issue that was already done, and they kind of like just put a plug on it. And what they did was that they just so happened to, right before they like added, like those first couple of pages or something, to the table, and just say like, all right, you know what? Let's kind of, let's kind of, let's kind of tie this in. But in the meantime, we'll just, I don't know, because it, it, it the timing's just really weird. And so either Kelly Sue. Honestly, did not know that her run was ending, mm-hmm. or which is which is possible considering what we had, um, or this was just I don't know, like an old issue, and they just added some stuff to to add it. I don't know, <laughs> but it was I mean it was okay, like it was nothing, like there was n- besides some forced dialogue and forced situations, it was okay. Yeah, like I at least. If I could take something from it, it would be the Jackson and and his grandpa. Yeah, grandpa, grandpa robot. Yeah, and you know, it, it seems like there is going to be a connection there, uh, as far as like hopefully a relationship moving forward, uh, mm-hmm. because Jackson has never really had a good father figure, clearly. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be something to hopefully look forward to. 
Now, as far as if, like, I necessarily want, like, a Jackson, like, grandpa, like, miniseries, no. Oh, absolutely not. I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with what I got in this issue, and there's no need to have it featured again. Now, if they want to, you know, show up for a couple of panels again, like in a, in a, another issue or something, okay. Yeah. But I'd rather have it limited to panels rather than. I, I could definitely see pages. him like joining the Teen Titans or the Titans again. And there being like one issue where his grandfather helps him out. Like I, I could see that happening. Yeah, no, I, I could see like he needs something to get done and okay, so he gets his, his grandpa and they're the ones going on to do like that mission in the water. Okay, sweet. Do stuff like that. And just let it be one of those, you know, if this is, if this is gonna be Jackson's like Alfred, just let it, let that be it. I mean, that's fine. Um, but I'm, I'm okay if I don't see it again. For sure. But, uh, let's talk about, well, I mean, there was, unfortunately, two non-stories here, but let's talk about the first one being Nightwing. Okay. Um, this was a story slash non-story. Um, there has been an observation, uh, from many DC comic fans that I want to get to for the ending of this book, but, uh, Rick Grayson, now known as Dickie Boy... Because of the identity crystal that uh, Joker has used on uh, Nightwing. Actually, since since you're more of a Marvel guy than I am, has Bucky ever been referred to as a Bucky boy? I don't know, but he definitely looks like Bucky with his yeah, with his he, color he scheme looks, and everything else. Yeah, yeah, everything about it looks like Bucky. But I mean, I was just I was too lazy to just Google and type. You know, I'm going to do it right now, Bucky boy. <laughs> And I'll just type Marvel just in case, but uh, but I was just curious if this was something that has which Marvel movies are oh no I was gonna say which movies are Bucky in um, yeah that's it I just I was just curious because if he's ever been well I want to know if Bucky Dan Jurgens has ever written Bucky because you know this is all him and he said that he. Because I listened to an interview of Dan Jurgens on Word Balloon. He said that, you know, he thought it was just a hoot and a holler that he was able to name Dick Grayson Dickie Boy for a little bit. Um, so it's just him having fun. He probably knows that it's dumb. Uh, but he also knows that his ultimate goal for this was to get him back to the status quo of Nightwing, of Dick Grayson. So uh, Joker and Punchline has created like this fight club on top of a rooftop mm -hmm. and Joker has completely altered uh, Dick Grayson's memories to think that he has been raised by Joker this entire time and of course Batgirl is uh, captured because of what happened in the last Nightwing issue uh, so Nightwing is fighting Batgirl and basically the only the the big plot with this is that Joker is telling Punchline to go blow up the hospital that was named after Alfred. Mm -hmm. And she apparently has, like, ventriloquist-esque, like, vocal, like... I, I, it's, it, it seems like... I don't want to say powers, but, like, uh, 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 what's the... Talent? Ventriloquist talent? Because yeah. uh, she is able to trick uh, Jason Todd and Tim Drake into thinking that she is Barbara and she needs help at the hospital. Uh, but then Dick Grayson actually like bumps into the boys and says, Oh, Hey, I got my memories back. But Joker has kidnapped Barbara messed with her head. And she is going to try to blow up the hospital. Yeah. Now the really big thing with that, if you look, Tim Drake has his old costume back, and he is referred to as Tim. I think the dawn of this stupid Drake nonsense at, with the UPS uniform is done. I would, I mean, again, I don't, 
I haven't read anything with Tim because I'm not reading Young Justice. Yeah. So I completely – I actually forgot about the UPS outfit. <laughs> so – which is just another reminder of like the – just to do like a, an eye roll. Uh-huh. Uh, I was – so when I saw this, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, but I don't know, man. What, is this issue a continuation of when we reviewed Batgirl when she – No. So see, we, that's – that's the problem that I have with tie-ins. Like, I mean, because jo- so- Joker straight up should have a spear in his back. Exactly. And, so and Barbara shouldn't be walking, uh, and she's straight up used her legs quite well in this in this issue. Yeah, I um, I, I can't remember who was writing Batgirl. Um, uh, the C- Cecile Castellucci. Yeah, yes, uh, Castellucci. Uh, you know. She wanted to write a really badass Batgirl, which is totally fine. I, I get it. You know, it was a good issue for what it was, but where you left off doesn't make any sense for this book. And so, like, that's why I have a hard time with books like this that want to do, like, an event on our main title, because you should be talking with the other writers and saying, hey, we need to make this fluid so that way when people want to read every single tie-in, it makes sense. Right now, none of it makes sense. No. So that's why, like, to me, besides, you know, me thinking that maybe Barbara would be the one to get through to Rick, and there were these moments that you were kind of hoping it was true, that was honestly the only thing I wanted to know if it was going to come from this issue, because I was totally thrown off by, wow, they just completely disregarded that whole plot that just last week, I think it was, or two weeks ago, Barbara legit impaled the Joker. Yeah, and by freaking and chucking a spear, like Leonidas style. Her. Yeah, yeah. So they we will be getting Batgirl next week. Uh, technically, for us, we do get the opportunity to read it early, so we will possibly be getting it later today. But technically, we will see what happens to Batgirl and Joker uh, for what for that story. Uh, yeah. so they may explain something. I highly doubt it, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Cause, um, cause the big thing with Nightwing is this, uh, this issue that we're going to be talking about in Batman is 97. He comes back as Nightwing in 99. So in a month, hmm. he will be back as Nightwing. You'll get your boy back. Yes. But for well, how long? You? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're like, enjo- they're like, enjo- enjoy that one issue. He's back. The book's canceled. <laughs> no, you're gonna. He's back. Oh, DC's uh, bankrupt, <laughs> and you you don't, just lost it. Don't uh, don't do this. To okay. Mark. Don't do. I this guess to me. before we d- we could discuss because I know that you you read Justice League. I. I feel bad for anyone that spent the six dollars on this de- the death metal oh, guidebook. This was this was not a guidebook. See, this do you know what I thought it was? I thought, do you know those really old? Like I say, really old, but I'm sure Marvel has made one in the last like ten years. But you know the old school encyclopedias that were like, oh, you know this event. I'm gonna let you in on the characters their bios Mm -hmm. the locations the summary of those like locations and the event as a whole i thought it was one of those nope not at all not at all this was a book that was i mean first it doesn't guide me anywhere (laughs) It, it it leads me to confusion uh so that's i guess if it needed to guide me somewhere that's where it would be it would be there um Besides that, I mean, there's just the only thing that ties this to death metal is the fact that they're, in a way, using the characters from the event, but with stories that have nothing to do with nothing. Yes, and it's not even, and it's not, it's not even worth discussing because really the only story that's worth talking about would have been the first one because it's supposed to tell you what happened when the Justice League after issue thirty nine when they went through the door. Yeah, And it was going to lead us into what Death Metal was. Well, Death Metal 1 came out, and we were totally confused because there's a talking bat tank and a talking it's, pissed it's off like, dinosaur. It's like so many it makes months no slash years later. Now, okay, 
this is what pissed me off. You're you're absolutely right. You know, we learn that the narrator of this guidebook is Lex Luthor. Okay? So, don't know how that is. Because it looks like he is literally talking before and after this whole thing goes down. Now, the one thing, like you said, they go through the door and the Dark Knights raid the Earth. Okay, I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. You know, we're going to see how the heroes tried to defend Earth. That's somewhat interesting. But because Snyder, Tinian, and Williamson need to make the Dark Multiverse just a little too extra, like, it's literally a snap of their fingers and all the heroes are basically dead or captured. Yeah. And... Literally, out of nowhere, literally, our Justice League goes, poof, we're back. Like, literally, poofs into existence. Like, nobody can, nobody in your household can hear me, right, because of your headphones? Yes. No, this is bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, that's why I, I, that's why I didn't even want to talk about <gasps> because this, this book should, it honestly, it should be called Death Metal Non-Essential. Because, like, one of the biggest teases, and I understand, Snyder will probably give us this story at the end of the series on issue six, or the very- No, it'll happen with the one before, or it'll be like what happens with every Scott Snyder event, which will be that right before it's supposed to end, I don't know where they add an extra issue. Yes. For some reason, there's always this, this mysterious- Same thing with the- Added issue. With metal. They, they did the wild hunt. They added that random Wild Hunt story with the Detective Chimp. See, with this, the one tease was that when they poofed back, Wonder Woman was weak from fighting Perpetua. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I want to see that. I want to see what they attempted to do. What does it mean when they said going through this door means that everything matters? Like... Honestly, the, what this here, what this is going to do, God, sorry, it's just, Liam is just making a disaster in this room. Uh, uh, what's it called? So, uh, I, I feel like an, an event like this is literally made so that when they do somewhat tie in like a, a specific conversation, you're going to get the editor's note, check out the guidebook. Oh, and 10,000 people are going to spend six bucks or maybe by the time they read it and we'll get, we'll know about it in January. This book might be $9 for like comic book stores, like whoever didn't buy it at the time. Yeah. And it's going to, someone's going to shell out 10 bucks for this book and they're going to read it. And they're like, wait, wait, what was I supposed to, was I just supposed to know that they fought? Is this is what the guidebook is telling yeah. me? Yeah. But, but besides that, there it, it's nothing. Now I, I will say this. Because Snyder just announced just the other day that he is, he not only is coming out with an indie book, he now has his own company, his own publisher that is working with Image Comics. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to say any of us know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, but Snyder had has had plans and he even said it on a on a word balloon podcast that he has been in the works for this company and for these indie titles that he is planning on making for the past 2 years his head is not in DC comics it's in his own company clearly when with the yeah, writing that he I, is at right now i remember and i think i shared this image with you Chatting with Snyder. Yes, you did. I, I was I was chatting with Snyder, and I told him how much I was enjoying. This was during Justice League. How much I was enjoying his Martian Manhunter. Yeah, his Martian man, the way that he was portraying him as. And I mentioned, wow, I would love to see like if you did a miniseries. And he shared this was in 2018, that after what was supposed to be, his like end of his Justice League run. Besides him focusing on just metal, he's going to lay low on DC, like big DC mainline continuity books so that he could focus on more of his creator owned. When I heard that, I'm thinking, okay, he wants to continue to do American Vampire because 
I think American Vampire 1976 came out. Uh, no, it was uh, announced. Have... I don't know if it was. It was only announced. I don't think it actually came out. Okay. Well, that, that's Man. what I mean. Like yeah. the announcement came out. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Um, then you have Undiscovered Country. Okay. We know that Witches three uh, part two is coming out. Part three. Part three. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, part three and. Yeah, I, I I thought like those were it. Then we get Nocturnal, which was revealed with Tony Daniel through Kickstarter, and then you get this. Okay, now we're getting. So yes, I I truly believe I'm like all right. Snyder's got a, and, and that's fine. I mean, honestly, if you have a successful, I was gonna say he, creator he knows own, how to I mean, hustle, which is awesome for what his job entails. Yes, and his name is. Big enough where it will be, no matter what, it will be successful, at least the beginning. Yes. And as you can see, he's made already, I think, five or six times what they were asking for in the pledge. Yeah. Which is great because it will allow them to do future, you know, future installments of the story if they want to expand. He said, and that kind as of far as his best jackets production, uh, which is the company that is working alongside with Image Comics, he has already four or five titles in the works. So, uh, he is working hard. He is working hard. Hey, hey, you don't, you don't create that writer's, that writer's room, that little back cave that he has in the back of his house. Without, if you don't pl- plan yeah, on without, doing if, it. Yeah, yeah. Or working in it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, again, I am, I have always been and I will continue to be a big Snyder fan. His, his work as of late for DC has, well, Honestly, his work with DC since Rebirth has been quite lackluster, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I was not a big fan of the All Star Batman run. That was eh, okay. Maybe it was because of Jr. Uh, John Romita. Yeah, probably. But I understand that with for writers, I mean, having John Romita as your being an artist on the book when you've been following him, those are dream come trues. So I get the appeal, but just maybe that's what kind of bugged me on that. Besides that, I think there was the one issue that I think the one that I truly enjoyed was that one shot that he had of Batman and Mr. Freeze. And I think Jock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think Jock was the, like, the, the guest artist. I really enjoyed that. Although Snyder's interpretation of what he's done with Freeze is kind of weird, but I still enjoyed the story for what it was. Um, but his image, I mean, his creator on stuff has always been, cause I feel like that's, I don't know. It's it's like the tale of two writers. The what you know of him and what you love of Snyder. It's like you still get that in his creator owned, but then when you go into this DC thing, I don't I don't know why he's trying to get the wacky of Kirby and the crazy theme. It's like the crazy visuals of Kirby, but the out there weird writings uh, concepts of of Morrison. Yeah. It's just a really weird combination. So I'm not, I don't, you know, it is what it is, but I mean, I'm, I'm, but you know, I'm not, it, I'm not entirely pumped about Tony Daniel being the artist. But. Oh, on Nocturnal. Yeah. I'm, I still have the, I haven't pledged yet. I'm still on the fence with it. Um, you know, cause I haven't read a whole lot of his indie stuff to be completely honest. So, uh, but I've heard great things about undiscovered country. You know, a lot of people were still interested in that, uh, but one of the biggest things now is we were completely convinced that Snyder was going to be the top dog at DC, you know, making this push for this new status quo. And he nope. he might be for now, but after February, he's dropping out. So now who does that leave? Um... <laughs> do you, Ho- hopefully Jay hopefully Jason Aaron do just you think switches. and I know it's weird because I don't think he has any written credentials do you think Jim Lee could push a like new narrative for DC comics I believe that he can but I I don't I don't see him as when I think of Lee, I think of a guy that who can 
who can push a story together, but I don't know if he can hit the... There's got to be... I don't, I don't know how to explain it. He is uh, very clearly a marketing guy now. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that he... I think he can because I think that that's part of what he's done. But again, I don't know if Jim Lee, when he was there with Dan, how big of a role did he truly have? Yeah. Considering, you know, like, Dan was there in editorial, you know, like, this guy, and he writes. This guy knew it. Jim was an artist who I think with name recognition was, you know, maybe a little bit more, at least at first, given that role. Yeah. And I'm sure that he's proved it over time. But to be able to come up with, like, a two... A two-year window of like this is what our world's gonna look like. I feel like maybe he can kind of come up with the narrative, but there's gotta be like who's the guy that you're gonna put in charge? Because there's gotta be like the one guy leading the main line, pushing continuity forward. Yeah. Who would that be? And I think that's the question because in the current, in what you're seeing currently, Snyder's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. In terms of mainline. Yeah. And even so, it, he's gone. Tom Taylor's become a gimmick writer. Not saying it's, he's bad, but he's become... He, he he even said that he thrives in Elseworld. Like, he said it himself. Yeah. He said that with him now having the opportunity to do a Elseworld story in Marvel, like, that's all he wants an, to an, do. Uh, he, he's doing a deceased kind of thing, right? But... Well, I feel like I've seen a, like a teaser it's, where it's uh, like a, either power went out. It's uh, yeah, the power went out. Uh, Iron Man lost the leg, like it. Yeah. But it's com- it's not connected to the main continuity. It's completely Elseworld. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. He's just doing like another deceased, like end of world kind of. Yes. So I mean, he's got injustice, which now he's teasing the year zero. He's got deceased that seems to be you know expanding continuously, and, and now you have this one with Marvel. So to me, I feel like, okay, he's got his, Hey, some people embrace being typecasted. And I think that, you know what, if Taylor needs to do those one shots, those really special issues, he still has that in the bag, but it's not, it's not continuous. And I'm kind of, and I would much rather him, like, honestly, I would much rather him be, I don't want him to be stuck for sure, because he's a great writer. But if if he only gets like harped on for doing deceased, deceased so far is a pretty good story. So I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be like, oh, you know, screw him or whatever. I feel like if he were to go the route of Snyder of Scott Snyder and then turn into this like, oh well, we're just gonna write nonsense to write nonsense, that would bother me. See, but the thing is, like, when I see, besides, I mean, clearly Tom Taylor can create a world and a narrative because he's literally doing three worlds from scratch. Yeah. So, in a way, he is a visionary. Uh, I just don't, I don't know how I view it as, you know, like, okay, we're going to do, this is line-wide. Like, you need to be able to think for the line. And I don't. I don't really think I I would want that honestly. Yeah. At least not him. I I just feel like there's certain people who are like meant for it. And right now with all the crap going on with Jeff, I don't think it's going to be him. With Snyder leaving, okay. I mean, who else currently in the world there's only one other name I could think of and I don't, don't want to say it. it. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't want to say uh, that name. But so I like the only thing I can think about is that there is is there a potential crossover? Is someone coming from another publisher to to take over? Well, is one thing is AT and T going to be hiring somebody that is? Well, I will say know, recently he has now written two DC stories within the last like three years, I think. Um, or even like within the last year, he wrote a story in this nonsense of a metals book. Ship Zadarsky wrote the Harley Quinn book. Even even so, I mean, would I love Chip Zadarsky? Yes, give him to me. But he's not a guy to lead the line. That's true. 
I mean, Chip Zdarsky is indie at heart. Yeah, he is. And and his Daredevil, okay. But Daredevil, with it being so street level, it doesn't feel like if it's a Marvel book. Yeah. And even, like, reading his... What was it? The Like, the foundation? Like, the Marvel 2-in-1? Yeah, he When he, Ben yeah. and Johnny yeah. were, like, you know... Even that book didn't feel... It felt, I mean, very lighthearted. It felt great. Like, I, I, I truly enjoyed reading it when it came out. But, like, at the end of it all, I mean, that's just what it was. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I don't see... I, I feel like in order to be that, like being an indie guy at heart, you need to kind of go like the Donny Cates route. And Donny Cates just went full-blown, like, I'm doing this. And I'm I'm taking over the Marvel thing. And, you know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, he, he has an exclusive contract for quite some time right now. So Yeah, but he's kind of like embraced it. And now he's created, he has like a whole section of Marvel, which is like his continuity. Yeah. And it's like he's embraced it and he's taken it by storm. I don't, I don't see Chip's work doing that. Yeah. Currently, with what he's doing. Um, well, but, there is uh, news. Me personally, I would want like Jason Aaron. Like if I had to think of someone, but those are like fantasies. Like yeah. man, I would love for him to come. Well, I was gonna say do... there. There was news that in the article that you sent me, uh, because you're awesome and and you want me to be informed. Uh, Jim Lee said. That, uh, 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 oh my gosh, I forgot the writer, uh, 12 Years a Slave, uh, John Ridley. John Ridley is writing a Batman miniseries that will have huge, huge, that was his quote, uh, implications for DC's continuity. Now. So it looks, it looks like they are following. With what the pros plan of 5G was, which was, uh, but they, Lucas Fox. Yeah, they might be taking a different route though, because we're not necessarily, now, unless they're only saying that to blindside us and then boom, we're getting Lucius Fox Batman. Who knows? You know? Yeah, and, I mean, I, I, I hope. I, I don't want that to be the case. I don't care if it's a mini, if there's gotta be something, but, I just feel like certain characters are those characters for a reason. Yeah. Like, Clark became Superman for a very specific reason. Bat Bruce became Batman for a very specific reason. Nightwing, Dick is nothing like Bruce. Yeah. There's like, so, yeah, okay, did he have a great story between him and Damien and all that stuff? Yeah, Dick was, yeah, he was cool as Batman. But it's not, but it's not like something I would want because the symbol and every, like, it, literally means something specific like there what motivation does dick have to to wear the suit besides besides like well i'm gonna honor well i'm only gonna be wearing this gotham needs a symbol yeah until wayne comes back basically that's his that would be his only reason and we've seen recently as far as like i think in tom king's run before he freaking shot dick grayson in the head uh in the uh cold case story Dick Grayson mm-hmm. wore the Batman suit while Bruce was on jury duty. So we've seen Dick Grayson temporarily wear the suit, but only to help him out. Yeah, like, I see, but that's different, like, it being, like, a gimmick. Yeah. Okay, like, he's there, we need to make sure that people still think that they're not putting two and two together kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Let it let it be that, but I don't know. I, I can't think of anyone currently that will there's only one person i can think of that would be able to be the guy that could push a narrative and i don't want to say that name on the current on the current roster yeah yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, try to keep my mouth shut <laughs> yeah yeah we we know where that tangent can go yes. so let's i mean we could we could go and move over to batman 97 which is Part three of uh, the Joker War by of Gilworth, James Tinian, George Jimenez, and Tomo Morey. Uh <laughs> This should have been a Scarecrow story. It, it should have been okay. I, I'll, I'll say this: if I if I gotta if I have to think of a positive, besides you know the art looking good, I'm still not totally sold on Jimenez on a Batman book. Um, but I will say that. I kind of dig 
Clown Hunter. I do not like his font. It hurt my eyes trying to read. Uh, maybe See, that's just th- a sign of me The thing is, is that old. in this issue, in this issue, looking at Clown Hunter, Clown Hunter looks more like I can see it being a Nightwing. No. Like, uh, like a babe. No, no, Oof. no, no. I'm not saying dick, but I'm saying like in this picture here, yes, he's a little skinnier, but he looks more like a 20 year old. Yeah. He's, he's very much a young adult. That, that, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. I didn't say like, I, I could see this being Don't Nightwing. Don't be trying to take away my boy again. But, no, no, no. But the big thing here, the big thing that I have a problem with. Now, I understand that at, right at this moment, Gotham is in complete chaos. And even when Punchline asks Joker, hey, should we kill this guy? And he's like, no, 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 I love this. Like, he's creating chaos because he's killing off these clowns. Like, Joker is having fun with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want this clown hunter to become a hero. And the only reason why is because he's killing people. Like, I don't want Batman to be like, hey, you're alright, kid, just stop killing. Like, Batman is gonna have a problem with the Clown Hunter. At least he should, in my mind. Yes. No, well, he should. Yeah. I mean, this Clown Hunter is just a, a cheap imitation weird version of kind of like a Punisher. Yeah. He, he is Jason Todd while Jason Todd is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So again, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about him as a character, but I will say that I feel much better about him as a character looking at him through the lens of this issue than how he looked like he was 11 years old in the last issue. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just a, you know, it was, I don't know if there was any feedback on that past issue and they were like, all right, Clown Hunter looks like he's 10 years old. Like how many times are we going to have, you know, 10 year old murder machines like, uh, (laughs) like Damien or something when they first started? Like, yeah, okay, we need to kind of change it up. And may I don't know if that was a change, but it looks like... Or maybe DC just has a thing where they're just aging kids up left and right. And that's where we got from the span <laughs> of one issue to the next. Clown Hunter has aged 10 years. But here he looks like a 20-year-old, and I'm like, okay. You know, I, I can totally read him by doing the Christian Bale voice. <laughs> but, that's you know... Yeah, I don't know. This, this issue... Again, I mean, we're still getting hallucinating Batman. Batman is still kind of going and nuts. That's, we're having that's another problem I have. The very ending of this book, it looks like we're going to repeat the very last issue. Yeah, it's repetitive. I don't even know how I feel about Joker like being in a swimsuit. Like people were saying they were getting Jared Leto vibes off this guy. Oh, very, 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 very much so. But it was just like. I was like, have I ever seen, besides it being like the wacky, wearing like the Tommy Bahama shirt and something like that, like, you know how he looked in, uh, in like Killing Joke? Yeah. Where, like, I could see like a jokey kind of thing that maybe he would, that you would see in a Harley Quinn book with like Palmiotti and yeah. Amanda Connor. But here, I don't know. I just saw that. I'm like, what are they doing to him? Like, I don't. Yeah, he. And this is, he, this is the problem that I had with Justice League Odyssey that I did not, I stopped reading it just because I knew. That first, James Robinson kind of ruined Darkseid turning him into, like, this annoying baby. Well, not only and then that, little by little, but freaking Azrael was like a surfer dude. And it's just like, Yes. Ugh. And then, you know, I, I can't, I don't want to see a monthly ongoing series where you're always seeing Darkseid. Darkseid shouldn't be used like that. Yeah. And, I don't know, man, I see the Joker like this, I'm like, oh, gosh, this is... It's definitely like, a different side of him. Uh, they do tease that they are going to be attempting to kill Harley. But if you notice, he does say, Joker tells Punchline, well, if you want to hurt Harley, you have to hit her where it hurts. Um, hit her, uh, get, get under her skin. So I think Poison Ivy is going to get involved. Because we know that they have somewhat of a relationship. Uh, so I think she might get involved because... We also see her hidden garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently this is a place where Harley was able to, like, relax. You know, if she was having an episode or a panic attack or anything else, this is where she would go to, you know, chill out. Yeah. But, you know, they give Bruce this, like, 
hallucinogenic tea, and I'm like, you're so he's hallucinating, so you're gonna make him hallucinate even more. Because the hallucinogen will reverse the hallucinogen. Yeah. <laughs> Just, and, and, it's so bad. And, and oh, like I said... Tinian's gotta go, man. At the very end, you see freaking Alfred again. I'm like, dude, we've been doing this for the past three issues. Like, I don't want to go through this again. Like... No, the, no, they've ruined the concept of, like, his like his death. Yeah. because one of Alfred dying. Because one like, of the biggest it, things also is that Bruce is like, I know you're just a hallucination, but I want to talk to you throughout this entire fight, and I'm not going to think it in my brain. I'm going to say it out loud, so that way when I fight, I'm running out of breath, and it just, none of it makes sense. Like, none of it makes sense. I will say, excuse me, I will say, visually, it looks great, you know, when he ties, you know, the bandana or whatever around his eyes, but realistically... Like, it was so much cheese. It was so much cheese. It's like, oh, I have to be the blind bat. And, like, he starts fighting and everything, and I'm just like, why? Why? Like, this is, it's, um, this is, like, it does, if, if, if there was any more cheese, I would expect reading this in Adam West's voice. It's, I don't know, man. <laughs> It's bad enough, like dropping the Superman books. Like it's now, it's like, God. like all the worst part is, is that all the books that DC with this, like dropping all these line, all these titles, it all the books that they want to expand are the ones that we have been like dropping. Sooner or later, I mean this this issue is go- this show is going to be, uh, you know, and that's like, that's another thing that we forgot to talk about. Uh, Jim Lee said that they're going to Im- be embracing the digital age. They're cutting out the bottom twenty to twenty five percent of these books that uh, that haven't been selling well, and they're going to replace that chunk of production into digital. So that way it's a lot cheaper. And, you know, that way, if there was ever something that happened, just like the pandemic, the quarantine or whatever, they would still have a pretty large amount of production going into digital that they can rely on as far as money. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You know, everything that we've had a problem well, with. The, the problem, the problem that I have with what Jim Lee said is that they're going for quality. Well, some of the best books that DC has going are the ones that not too many people are buying, and it's because DC never promotes them. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that that Suicide Squad ending on issue eleven, one issue before two trades, that is a kick in the nuts. Yeah, like I I would be super bummed out if they don't like actually give him like a eleven issue volume. Well, yeah, they'll just have to do one of those, like, those deluxe yeah. volumes that have, you know, that you could put up to, like, ten issues or something on yeah. it. Um, but it's, it, it's crap, man. Like, I, I don't, I hear that it's just a whole bunch of, like, company man fluff to kind of make things. But you can't just say you're going to, you're, you're doing it for quality purpose. No, you're doing it for the books that sell, but the books that sell are some of the worst ones. It's yeah. just, they're just popular and they're the ones that you're putting your limited marketing funds to, to promote instead of the actual good ones. Um, but I think also it's, you know, I think it's also fans. I mean, I think, I think pirating is, you know, as the worst that it's ever been. And what's worse is that you're always seeing people post comics. Like, I don't, like, they're either stupid that they're posting these pictures and not knowing that they're putting these in legal sites and the the watermark is literally on the on the page that they're trying to post because they all want to look like comic book geniuses and that they know how they can reference something. Yeah. But, I mean, that's worse than ever. And then, again, it's the same thing with anything else, even, like, with movies, that people want to stand things to stand because it's cool on social media, but they're not putting their money where their mouth is and then... You know, that's why these books get canceled, but they're the ones, you know, crying wolf when, when the book is, when the book is canceled. I mean, it's true. It's absolutely true. But, but yeah, Batman, I mean, Batman is not, I mean, it's, it's at that point where I'm just like, man, if I can do it with Superman, you better believe I'm going to do it. (laughs) 
And I mean, we, I've already, I've already, we at, I've already done it with Detective. At uh, at the Batman News Weekly, we've said that after 100, like we're gonna drop it from our subscription. Like we're 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 not gonna be buying it anymore, uh, because we now know that Tinian is going after 100. He's going to be at least writing for until 102. So. Ugh. We, uh, and I'm sure solicits will say that he is writing for, you know, probably 105 or whatever, so. <sighs> He's gotta go, man. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I at least who, have. Who would your. I at least have Batcat to look forward to. But, and even though, even that, I mean, Tom King, I mean, we were down on King and how we ended things because we knew, like, hey, it was time for. Do, it was time for him to go. But but the funny thing when is, you start, but when you start looking at what's been going on since then, I was like, nah, man, I should have appreciated, even though it was <laughs> so all over the place, I should have appreciated it more. Juice was actually saying on uh, Batman News Weekly way back when with Tom King that like everybody's going to be complaining about him now because, we, like you said, we were not down with his with the ending of his run. But he said, just wait and see. Everybody's complaining about him now, but then. Whoever we're going to be getting at, as far as a writer, we're going to be wishing that Tom King is back. And also, with freaking Tom King's, you know, showing us that one panel of Clay Man with the silhouettes of Catwoman and, and Batman, like, Juice was like, oh, this one panel is the best thing yeah. we've seen of Batman in the last three months. <laughs> I think it's a little over-exaggerating. I mean, and, and it's true. I mean, I... I really enjoyed. Well, it is overexcited, but I understand his hyperbole, unless he's really just that enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Because again, we were we were sour, we were down on it, but it was for all intents and purposes from what we're seeing right now. This was light years better than what we're getting right now, even even at even at its worst. And for all intents and purposes, what could be what made his run so wonky at the end is the fact that he knew. That DC was legit yeah. cutting 15, 15 comics from his story. So, I mean, he at least has an excuse. I don't know what's going on right with the Tinian, but if this well, was your dream is, Joker you know, story, we, man, you got to do better that than that. He thought that he was only limited to 15 issues. But then, you know, with everything with Dan Didio leaving and everything else, we thought that that paused production for a short amount of time. And then at some point they're like, "Hey, you're gonna have a little bit more than 15 issues." So I feel like that might change up his story a little bit. So maybe he choked and, and messed himself up, or you know, he really didn't get passionate about it until this Joker War. And a lot of people say this is probably the story he ultimately wanted to tell. Like everything else was kind of just like whack. But but uh, again, but it doesn't like this kind of story doesn't surprise me with the type of yeah. writing that he does because I consider him a very average writer. So I, and I, and I don't think that you, you need to have like either your best writer on the flagship, like best title, or, I mean, you got to get kind of like one of those controversial ones that yeah, kind of, I totally get that, you know, keep conversations going, but like, I, I don't think you need to be safe or just go average on a on a book like this and that's just what it is and it's been it's been suffering but besides that yes. uh last week we had we had a, a giveaway and it worked clay the winner listened to the episode <laughs> so we truly do have at least one listener uh and that listener ty he did message me and was very happy that he won and that he was not too late in regards to the giveaway. So cool. We've already kind of, uh, we've already messaged and discussed. So that, that stuff is getting taken care of. Um, so yeah, we do have some stuff in the future on the works that I think you guys would really enjoy. Um, I got to talk to Clay because Clay has been talking all about all this manga stuff. I gotta, I gotta figure, I gotta figure this out and see we, what kind of, like, I know that you, what you kind of shenanigans this guy to, gets into possibly review one. I, I was like, okay, well, maybe we can get into something that we are somewhat familiar with. And I was like, oh man, they have a Batman and the Justice League manga. 
but I just don't know if that would be your style, to be completely honest. Uh, but no, no, give me, give me like something that's true to the hearts of like that okay, fans. Okay, I, I like, think I fans I think of I that genre that like we can get into then. But we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Okay. I mean, like I've re- I've re- okay. I, I mean I've read it in the past. I've read like a uh, Alita. Okay. Okay. I read like the first volume of like Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, so I read uh-huh. that one because I kind of wanted to have an idea of what I was going to get nice. into watching the movie. Yeah, and I actually uh, really dug the story. Most, and I love that it's in black and white. Is. It's in black and white. So sweet. Yeah, so that's that's cool. Yeah, so sweet. let's let's do that, and but we'll we'll, that, we'll guys, go from there, and we'll see how it goes. So with that being said, yeah, we'll <laughs> we are we are part. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll take it from here, man. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we are part of the the Nerdy Legion podcast network. So just go to nerdylegion.com, click on podcasts and you will see our name and a plethora of other comic booky uh wrestling, you know, wh- whatever you can think of in terms of the nerd culture, it's there for the taking. Uh besides that, um I mean, we'll we'll be we'll be discussing uh, I know that we were kind of like well, not necessarily you. I know. I know some listeners that they kind of want to figure out if there's going to be like a special episode or something for DC fandom. I mean, we'll. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see how fandom how fandom goes out. And but you know, that's. I mean, that's tomorrow. So this is going to be I cool. I literally have has, it up uh, has Snyder right posted now, his teaser for the I've day? I've been hiding it with the uh, Google Hangouts, and I'm just waiting for us to get off the air so we can watch it and talk about it real quick. <laughs> Yeah, there is Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, so there there tease. is actually a tease. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we got to we got to hang up now so that we can watch it and just Yeah, so All yeah right. guys, we're going to talk good. to you guys next week, okay? See ya. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. See ya.